Today, we are going to be talking about Coco, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Everybody, I am here with Joel Coco Crispy Cunningham. I like it. That's good. Yeah. I might mix me with some cereal. Yeah, I'm hungry now, too. Thanks. Are you a morning cereal guy, or are you an evening, or are you a cereal guy at all? I'm cereal... Any time of the day. Any time of the day. It's, it's good all times of I, the day. You know, as a child, I loved it in the morning, obviously, for breakfast. Um, nowadays, I'm more of a nighttime cereal guy. I'm not going <laughs> lie. Sometimes when, like, when I, I can't figure out what to make the kids for dinner, I'm like, <laughs> guys, let's night. just have cereal tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Pick your pleasure. Yeah, yeah That's exactly. Fun. Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, it's That's easy pretty nice. What's your, in the, sorry, we're getting way off yeah. track again already. What's your favorite? What's your favorite cereal? Uh, too many to count, man. And there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of really good ones. I can limit it to probably three, which are random because they're not mixed at all. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's great. Grape Nuts, which nobody likes, I, I know. I don't even know if I've had that before, but okay. You've never had Grape Nuts? No. Oh, wow. Next? It's an acquired flavor, definitely. And Cinnamon Life. Cinnamon so Life. So it's kind of like super sugary, super over-the-top healthy, and then kind of like right in the middle with Cinnamon Life. Captain Crunch is good, too. I can't do Captain Crunch. It hurts my mouth. Oh, yeah? I know that sounds no, stupid. I got, I got Jaws of Steel, so we're do good. Yeah. It's like my, my mouth. Every time I eat it, I feel like I just shoved a bunch of rocks in my mouth. But it's so like, good. It does taste good. Yeah. They should create a version with smaller pieces or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. round ones. Yeah. Anyways. So I am here with Matt. Why don't you keep your stupid comments in your pocket? Hey. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. That's from, so it's from the room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, That's okay. going way out because the disaster artist is coming out this weekend, yep. and I saw it already, but we're gonna review it later. And yeah. yeah. Good yeah. times. Yeah. Anyways, I welcome, welcome to the real review. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, just to give you a quick breakdown, we kind of break it down. Um, fan and critic style. I'm a little bit more emotional. Yeah, it was a super fun. Did it make me cry? Did it make me feel something on the inside? Mr. Captain Crunch. Yep. Joel <laughs> will be more analytical, potentially more negative, and be like, eh, more nitpicky. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, really kind of break it down for the technical aspects where I kind of overlook some of those things. But that's how we do it. I think. Right. It's yeah. good. It's like, you know, Captain Crunch and Grape Nut. That's like kind sure. of like... <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> Something like that. For each other. <laughs> and um yeah, so that's what we do. Real quick, Joel, how yeah. do people get connected with well, us? Well, we've got a couple good ways. Thanks for asking, Matt. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. It's a great place to get connected on there. And then additionally we have our Facebook, mm-hmm. which is Facebook.com slash real review media then additionally we have our instagram and our twitter which are both at real review media as yes. well and then for sure our lovely lovely uh comments that we get from people you can send us thoughts comments perspectives gift uh, baskets gift baskets if you will if yeah. you can send those via the internet i guess you can but you can't yeah, really send them sure. by email but uh real review media at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you do it you so go. it's good stuff that's how you can do it mm-hmm. um but yeah, let's dive in today. Uh, it's we're been g- real. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, so <laughs> that was it. we're done. What we're gonna do is we're gonna dive into Coco. Now, I 
Uh, super crazy weekend. Mm-hmm. Didn't really get to go see Coco. I wanted yeah. to, but you did, Joel. Yeah. So what we're going to do, I think, with this review, what we yes. should do is make it super interactive by having me just talk the entire time. Yes. And then, no, very like, interactive. I'll ask you questions about it because I actually want to see this. That sounds really good. I didn't, so I will say I didn't have super high expectations for this. Okay. And okay. I know, Tempered. I know that that sounds stupid maybe for some people because Pixar generally is a pretty good caliber um, studio. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. they've created some amazing classics. But as of recent, they've been a bit, you know, hit or miss for me, especially with the Cars series. Yeah. Um, the second one was just awful. The third one was like, meh, you know what I mean? The good dinosaurs, meh, you know, it's just been kind of hit or miss. So I wasn't necessarily sure. I thought it'd be at least decent. Mm-hmm. Um, and going into it, I really didn't have a sense of maybe what I was going to get from the film too. I felt like the the trailers were a bit, not obfuscating, but they were kind of, it was unapparent where exactly what direction they were sure. kind of going at. I totally um, get that. So, so let me actually give the synopsis and everything. For Go it synopsis. Yes. Yeah. So uh, despite his family's baffling generations old ban on music, Miguel uh, dreams of becoming an accomplished musician like his idol Ernesto de la Cruz. Uh, <laughs> desperate to prove his talent, Miguel finds himself in the stunning and colorful land of the dead following a mysterious chain of events. Mm. Along the way, he meets a charming trickster, Hector, and together they set off on an extraordinary journey to unlock the real story behind Miguel's family history. Nice. Uh, directed by two folks, uh, Lee Un- Uncritch, I believe, and Adrian, <laughs> Adrian Molina. Nailed uh, it. Yeah, so it's got the voice talents of Anthony Gonzalez as Miguel. Okay. Uh, it's got uh, Gail Garcia Bernal as Hector, which is, you know, one of the other main lead characters. He's kind of like this rap scallion, if you will. He's okay. kind of like a almost con artist E, but uh, like a down, really down as luck, really poor, kind of walks with like a limp sort of a thing going on. Okay. Um, so you can picture that and an adult. And then you got Benjamin Bratt, who plays Ernesto de la Cruz. Ernesto. Which is, uh, so Benjamin. he is uh, in this world um, that Miguel is in, this child Miguel. Uh, Ernesto de la Cruz is like this famous musician, and mm-hmm. he's created these songs that for generations, you know, families have loved, and he's very beloved and everything. And then. Um, I'll get more into the story in a bit. But yeah. um, then you have uh, Mama Imelda, which is Ilana Ubak. Uh, Renee Victor plays Abuelita, which is the little grandma. Yep. Um, she's an important role, but a small one. Uh, Papa is uh, Hini Camille. I'm I'm okay with Spanish. So okay, I'm okay. Right here. Yeah, uh, you're, you're okay. Yeah, Gab- Gabriel Iglesias, <laughs> we ever know Sluffy, you know, yep. clerk is his official name. And then you got Mama Coco, uh, Ana Ophelia um, Miguia, I believe is how you pronounce that. And then you have uh, Edward James Almos, who is uh, Chicaron. Oh, yeah. So, um, so again, coming into this, I didn't really have a huge perspective as to what to necessarily pr- expect. Okay. Because, you know, some misgivings from some Pixar films that have come out recently, also just not getting a lot from the trailers. Um, and really ended up, for the most part, really being blown away by this film. Really? I think, yeah, I think Pixar absolutely knocked it out of the park with this one. That's awesome. Um, getting really good reviews, reviews, not just from critics, but additionally from viewers. Um, okay. I don't want to get too much into spoilers. Cause okay, yeah, no, that's I don't, okay. I don't think we need to. We don't need to, yeah. Right, but... One of the things that that is often the case with Pixar films and things that, the thing that I love so much about them, you know, it's like the beginning of Up. Yeah. Um, they're, they're willing to go into a territory, even with a kid's film, where few, like, dare to tread, where yeah. it deals with complex emotions, loss, pain, suffering. Um, and this film, 
I mean, at the get-go, it, it starts out with this concept, and I will kind of talk a little bit about this. It sets up the film. You learned this in the very okay. beginning. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, Miguel's great-great-grandfather became this musician, and sort of the, the idea is that he, he betrayed the family. He left the family, left his, his, uh, his wife and his young daughter all right, um, all right. to kind of go and become this sort of traveling musician guy. And because of that, they end up, hating and banning music in the household. And so for generation after generation, nobody can play any music or be a part of anything musical. And um, Miguel, though, is kind of drawn to music. He loves it. He wants to play. He's got this kind of natural gifting and talent. And he loves Ernesto de la Cruz, who's yeah. you know, this famous musician that he really looks up to. Um, and there's a lot of mystery that kind of goes with that because the the father has been cut out of the family. He's okay. been literally, and if you're familiar with sort of like the Dia de los Muertos, which is kind of mm-hmm. the setup for this entire thing. That's a lot of the the humor that they, like the slapstick humor that they throw on the trailer. Yeah, with yeah. The, the skeletons yeah. and everything. And that, that plays a lot better. Does than that get old? Into... It seemed like it, it would get I old. I was fearful of that, but it didn't. Okay. You know, it felt fitting. It Alrighty. didn't feel like, they actually use, the funny thing is they use the skeletons, like the people that are in sort of the other side, yeah. you know, the, the dead world, the Dia de los Muertos world. They use the the fact that they're skeleton like to their advantage. So okay. like instead of like, you know, instead of just walking down the thing of stairs, they'll just like fall off of it and like disassemble, but then reassemble. Like you know <laughs> okay. what I mean? So they're like, I don't even need to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they like kind of know that they're skeletons and they're like totally comfortable with it right, and they're yeah. fine with it. And they make a joke out of it a couple times, like the one in the trailer with his the the it's uh, Gabriel Iglesias is like the clerk and his jaw falls yeah. off, you know. And that that kind of felt like it might go too far with that much humor, but it didn't. Okay, cool. No, so, I like that. I like that. Right. So um, so Miguel has this, you know, fanboy crush, if you will, on Ernesto de la Cruz. And I'm not going to go too far into the story. I'm just going to talk about like the first little bit here. Sure. It kind of sets up everything um, and ends up through, you know, his desire to be this passionate musician and everything like that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so his family are cobblers. So okay. they take up this trade of being cobblers and it's kind of like every mm, child. Like apple cobbler, peach cobbler. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not like shoemaker. Ah, kidding. Hey, okay. I'm glad you're here for that added commentary. I didn't. It's good. Yeah, all right. That's, what I, that's like, what I have to bring to the show, you turn guys. Turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he uh, he doesn't really want to be a shoemaker. He wants, to, he wants to be a musician and he ends up wanting to sign up for this big, Dia de los Muertos festival cool. and play these songs and his family finds out and they get all upset and then that kind of projects him down this path where he ends up in the the other side, the other world. Okay. You know? I'm not yeah. going to go too much into details because I don't want to ruin those aspects of the story for you because that's part of the fun of it is there are some mysterious type elements in some of it. I mean, you don't really know who his father is. You don't really know... Um, some of the musical aspects of the okay. you know the family lineage and stuff and that plays out over the course of the film in a very interesting way and when i said the thing that i did about them willing to tread into really dark territory i'm sure you're familiar with that how pixar can kind of oh, yeah, be for that sure. way um i mean the very beginning of the film is dealing with this idea that there was a you know betrayal breaking of the family okay. when yeah. the, the husband left the wife and she kind of like, you know, had to have strength and, and push her family forward. And like, that's a pretty deep thing for a kid's movie, you know, oh, yeah, to have sure. like the parents kind of like one of them just like skip out on the kid for a kid's that, movie, that's, you know? That's real life for a lot of kids though, you know? It and is. I think that's why it resonates with so many people too, you know? Agreed, yeah. you know? And th- they go into other things. I mean, they go, I mean, there's some pretty gut-wrenching type moments. I actually found myself at times 
slightly tearing up. Oh like, my gosh, yeah, you were like, di- you were like in my territory. I am, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. If, if that's you, dude, I'd probably be a wreck during this you movie. You might be. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's reasons I'll tell you after we're done with talking about the film because I don't want to spoil it for people, but there's reasons that happen you know, later in the movie where it's just, it's built so well. Okay. And that's the nice, the nice thing about Pixar films. They don't, it's not melodramatic, but okay. they do such a good job of just telling honest, real stories about characters that they've created and the, the emotions that they experience and then the choices that they make are very real. And yes, in like a cartoonish environment, like a kind of a fun, kid-friendly-ish type environment, but the environments are so real, the people and the dialogue is so real that you end up not realizing how strongly you're connecting with the characters. Yeah. Till they get to a point where something really dark happens and then you're like, oh, that really hurts. That's really touching or that's really, you know, and that was what the case was with this movie. The visuals as well, you know, they consistently, you know, move the bar forward mm-hmm. with visual style, visual style. Like this film is not a joke either in that regard. Cool. It, it, there's some shots in there. You're just like, that is beautiful. I mean, yeah. prior to the film starting, they, they uh, well, prior to the film even starting, they did a um, Frozen type short sure. you yeah. know they usually have like a short film it's like olaf's christmas or something yeah. like that. yeah and it went on for a really long time i'm not gonna lie for yeah. a little bit i was almost starting to be like did i go on a wrong <laughs> like what is going on because it went on for like 20 minutes almost 15 or 20 minutes yeah. um and it was cute it was fine i'm not a huge frozen guy yeah you know either. i but it it was all right it was okay. fine um so they did that and then but then before the movie started they went into this like kind of brief little like you know here's the team at Pixar thanking you for watching this movie and da, da, da. and they showed some of the technology and the ways that they put some of the shots together. Oh really? And yeah, just like one shot in particular which is where Miguel first goes into this other world. The, the dead world, yeah. Yeah, they showed the nuanced layers of I mean they had like hundreds of thousands of computer generated lights and they layered it with like 15 or 20 different layers and like put all those together and it's like the way they showed like all the image coming together. It was just Dang, insane. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan overall of the production style of Pixar, not just the quality that okay. they spit out, but they're, from what I understand, I mean, I've watched the Pixar documentary. Um, they're very big on getting as much input from their entire team as possible. Right. You know, from like a person. It's like that's, a collective. Yeah. From ensemble. a colorer all the way up to like the producer. Yeah. Anybody has the ability to kind of weigh in on a different spot. And, they're the kind of group as well that, for the most part, won't release a film until it's g- been given the proper amount of time right. to really flesh itself out. I do like that about them. Yeah. yeah. And I think the weakest that you usually see them, like even The Good Dinosaur and maybe like Brave for some people, they were just like okay kind of films. Mm-hmm. You might say that they were just like, man, but they weren't bad. Right. You know, they were just kind of, eh, they don't really appeal to me sort right. of a thing, you know? Yeah. And I think that's because they spend the time getting everybody's input getting every, and not everything is good like that like mm-hmm. you definitely need some things where it's just like you know but right. i think with a creative medium like this where you have access to all this different ideas and moving in different it's it can make it really good yeah because it can make it a generalized sense of humor and emotional context totally so i thought that was really awesome with this one too you can definitely tell that there's been input and they just have these neat little touches you know you'll be watching a scene and it's going in one direction and then they just have like a funny thing that kind of takes you in yeah. another direction and you're just like, oh, that's cute. That's funny. And you can tell that like somebody really thought it through and is like, well, we need, we, sh- we should just do something kind of cute here, kind of funny here or different. And uh, it makes it nice. Is this know? a musical? Does it have like songs in it? So like, so, uh, like a Moana kind of a thing or? No and not? yes and no. Okay. It's not a musical like in the vein of Moana okay. or like Frozen. There are musical moments okay. because, you know, Miguel's playing. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, and Ernesto de la Cruz is playing, and um, I don't want to spoil some elements, but you, you find out one of the other characters is a really good musician as well, 
and they start playing in some different parts of it. And the music, for the most part, is really good. I mean, it's all, you know, it's all Hispanic style. It's, a you know, a Spanish influence, kind of Mexico type yeah. uh, sounding music. But it's all really fun. It's all, you know, catchy. It's not going to, you're probably not most likely going to be walking around kind of like singing not, it. Not like you know? a Moana. Yeah, right, not yeah. like it's going to, but it's not designed to be that. Yeah. It's actually no, it's designed okay. to be like really good music. That's okay. Pixar cool. never really did that anyway. That was no. never really a Pixar thing. So no. Mike, Michael Giacchino yeah. did the score mm-hmm. for this. And it was a oh, pretty, cool. did you know that? I did not know that. Is it pretty good? It was good. I really okay. liked it. That's I, awesome. I mean, the music was definitely, everything fit. It was really fun and enjoyable. Cool. Uh, they did a really good job, and I will say this as well. I I'm not obviously Hispanic. I don't sure. know. I've been to, I've been to you know Argentina a few times. Been to Mexico a few times. I don't know a lot about the Mexican culture, Hispanic culture. Yeah. But I feel like, just based upon the reactions, there was a you know pretty Hispanic crowd where I was at at least. It felt like they were giving getting good reactions oh, from cool. the, like the Hispanic culture and humor. Yeah, it felt like they were very honest and real about that. You know, like there was a couple moments where they would say something in in Spanish, and I wasn't exactly sure what it meant, but I right. got like the implication of it. But yeah. you know, everybody around me is like, you know, ah, <laughs> like yeah, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, that probably you know that probably is fitting. And they're laughing at how you're laughing because people next to you are laughing. You're like, yeah, ah, yeah. right, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you kind of like again, I'm, I'm not I'm not part of that culture, but. I, it felt like the family dynamic was very honest and real. Nice. And they did some, like, there was some funny stuff of, like, you know, I'll, I'll, some minor-ish kind of spoil stuff, but this isn't really spoil story. But, like, the the sort of lead mother of the family, like, the lady that's kind of, like, yeah. uh, abuelita, who's kind of, like, in charge of the family at this point. Um, so Mama Coco ends up becoming a more important character, like, later on. Okay. I don't want to spoil that. Obviously, the movie's called Coco. That's okay. But it really has to do with family. It really has to do with remembering your family. Because Dia de los Muertos is this idea... I want to get back to what I was talking about before, but (laughs) Dia de los Muertos is this day of sort of remembering the past. Remembering not the past history, but the people that have passed that are important to our families Mm -hmm. and this heritage. And there's cultural aspects of like, you know, putting out their photos and putting out like things for them um, that they can like, I guess, take with them on their path or in this other side. And they play off of that. They play off of that story and that idea of like what it means to put a person's photo out and why that's so important. And I think even if you're not somebody that's in that culture, in that heritage, it it just comes across as very interesting and important that you you would care about your lineage you would care about the importance of family and why that's such a good thing to promote in culture um and the memory of you know our, our progenitors and ancestors and everything like that and it would it just became very touching because yeah. i think family i'm getting you know way too political or so or philosophical <laughs> here but like family is something that no matter who you are you can always connect with and engage yeah. with because we all like either we want more family or we have too much family or <laughs> we all have an influence of that in our yeah. lives. And uh, they didn't make any like that was another nice thing that I like I'm watching the Pixar movie and I'm like, if this was any other studio house, if this was any other group, they would probably be trying to put in some sort of like message you sure. know, of like yeah. trying to promote some sort of like idea of what this means and how that works. It's like, no, they're just literally just talking about family and why family is important. Right. And they're not trying to promote any like, ideas. Um, like Dom Toretto in the Fast and Furious movies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> family. Family's important. Family. Family. But family no, so like the, the idea I was saying earlier is that um, like the um, abuelita, there's a couple scenes where she uses her shoe. Mm-hmm. She like takes her shoe off and she like uses it to like hit people there's with. There's a trailer that has that. Right. It's like an extended scene. And it's kind of like an ongoing joke. Yeah. There's okay. a couple scenes of it. But then the, um, I forget her name, Mama Imelda, I believe, she 
when he when she gets involved, there's a scene where like she takes off her shoe too, and right. she starts. So it's like the idea that like they thought, okay, well, you know, Abuelita would do that because Imelda did that, and it just kind of like passes down yeah, the lineage. Makes so sense. it's just that's the, it's the complex narrative of the Pixar world, and they always feel like. I've been talking a lot, so um, <laughs> I did want to ask your, you know, perspectives and stuff too. But it's this idea with Pixar films that you're not just engaging this story and these characters and this humor and visual style, but they create a world, and it's like there is more to the story. They're just right. they're just taking one little side of that, one little shade of it, and and showing you that, and you're getting that, and that's what makes the film so enjoyable. With a lot of other cartoons and animated movies. You feel like it's literally just about like this small little niche thing that's happening because they don't want to distract you. But with like Pixar, the like in a lot of the shots, like when Miguel's first going into uh, the other world, there's events that are like they do these wide shots, and you can like look around. I didn't get a lot of time to because you know only watched it once, but you can like look around and see that there's like these micro interactions okay. that are happening. Like the, the the first shot, there's like this check-in spot that they all go to to like find their family and stuff. And okay. Like if you look at that shot, you can see there's like a guy that's like over there like juggling things. Yeah. And then another guy like gets, he runs into somebody and like falls down his bones scatter. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. like not even highlighted. It's just like a small little thing. In the thing, background, yeah. Right, that you wouldn't even notice. Unless that's awesome. You were, I like that kind of stuff too. Yeah, it's like the details and it makes this idea that it's this fully fleshed out world. You know, right. he goes to a party at one point and spoilers you know but like he goes to that and in that world there's all different kinds of people there's all different functions and you know they all have different personalities and archetypes and it's it's just so cool that that's it's awesome. so nuanced that way that's awesome um, so it's getting 96 percent on rotten tomatoes right now which yeah is great um, and uh, i'm definitely going to see it. it's just a matter of figuring it all out yeah um but yeah i'm excited to see it especially if it kind of got you emotionally i think that's cool it does um it I, sneaks up on you but it you're like when it, up when it happens you. you're like Ooh, oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, that's awesome. I love how movies can do that. True, um, but yeah, no, that I mean, you hit most of the points that I wanted to know about, and that's that's okay. the biggest thing, I guess. I'm glad that you were surprised mm -hmm. going into. It. Obviously, you weren't your expectations weren't super high. Um, rate this. I'm gonna give this a ninety-four. Wow! So uh, that's pretty high for me. That's really you know. high. Yeah, that's what I, th I think. The only negative that I could say, um, it's, yeah, sorry to interrupt. Um, <laughs> the only negative, and I, and I really did think about it a lot, is that I will say two things. One, the sort of bad guys, like the bad people. Okay. Like they had a, they had a motive. I'm not going to say they, he, he, she, like sure. how many, because I don't want to spoil that. But like there was a motive there that became clear eventually, but it was just a little bit one dimensional. Okay. It just felt a little bit, but it's a kid's film. So sure. you kind of expect that. And I gave a little leeway there. It just was kind of like, okay, that's it. Like there's nothing like show his childhood or her childhood, like show what led them to be this determined right. or to, to make that because they did some pretty horrendous stuff yeah. in the story. I so that was one like minor aspect and minor gripe. And then the other one was there's a couple twists in the story um, okay. It, like I mentioned, it, it kind of goes with, like some family history stuff and some stuff that kind of needs to become clear. And it was really obvious. Okay. Like it wasn't like you kind of knew what they were going to do like before they did it. And they still did it in a really good way. Like the reveals were really cool. I gotcha. But it was kind of like, okay, that's that. And okay. that. I figured that's, it out. Yeah. Okay, you yeah, know, yeah, like, I okay, gotcha. that's going to go there. And then that part of the story is going to go there. Again, that's still within an amazing environment, animation and great voice acting and it's story cool, structure. Man. 94 is, is up there. 
Yeah. I'm so, going to have to go in the archives and see kind of what you've been rating up this year. Only, only there's only like two. I think that like yeah. Baby Driver was Baby like Driver. Um, like also, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Logan. Logan yeah. and, uh, cred, what was the other one? Um, Ingrid Goes West. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's pretty much there. that high for me. So That's awesome. If cool. I'm remembering correctly. But email us. Let us know if I didn't yeah, miss one. Yeah, totally maybe. let us know. Yeah, but I would love to hear other people's perspectives. Again, I didn't expect much, yeah. so it was just a very nice thing. It's very cool. positive. So it's yeah. really awesome. I would take your kids. I think I'm, they would love. It. Oh, you think they'd as, like it? I do, as long as they don't get. Uh, we'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll, spot, we'll, t- yeah. we'll touch base on that because there could be things depending. Oh, alrighty then. Yeah, I was sitting. I felt really bad. This is you know outside of the point, but like I was sitting next to this, I guess a family of like six people, and they had this one young kid that just would not stop. Like, right. and he wasn't even crying. He was just saying random crud. And you feel bad because there's yeah. not really much you can do about that. But they kept the problem I had is they kept getting up. Like the two people, like literally, they would get. It was like a quarter of the way of the movie. They get up and they leave, and then 10, 15 minutes later, they come back with like popcorn. Huh. And then they sit down, and then they get up again, and they just walked up like two rows and they sat down, and then they got up again, they came back and they sat down. I was just like, really? What? Like trying to watch. This movie. <laughs> it's like so I weird. understand, you know, you got to do things, move around, maybe. But like, the, why are you? The, some of this doesn't even make sense. Why you're doing yeah. this? Yeah. So yeah. People at movie theaters, man, I went to the Justice League showing that they had a week and a half ago or whatever it was that I saw. And um, and they had an infant. No, not an infant. It's probably like a one or two year old because they were kind of yeah. toddling around. Yeah. But they, uh, it, we, whenever I go to see the movies, it's really late. It was like a 10, 15 showing and they brought this like kid. Wow. I was like, That's what? Crazy. Maybe they thought he'd be sleeping. And the kid was like babbling and like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Right Anyway. That's crazy. Don't take your are kids there, to movies that late, guys. Are there any movie theaters that offer daycare or like child care, child supervision or anything like that? Um, I know Harkins does, Harkins but does. they, okay. um, but you have to, they have to be a certain age. I think it has to be potty trained. I think that's a big oh, stipulation. Gotcha. Okay. But other than that, anyways, anything else you want to add to Coco? No, go see it. Cool. I think it's a great movie. Check, Check it out. Yeah. And again, uh, reach out to us, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of Coco. And then you can also reach us on facebook.com slash Real Review Media and then Instagram and Twitter at Real Review Media and also youtube.com slash The Real Review. Uh, we got some trailers going to be popping up here soon. I'm going to be doing some trailer reactions on. Uh, we should be hearing from uh, Avengers and um, and Jurassic too. World 2 and yeah. all that fun stuff. So oh, yeah. uh, that stuff's coming up real soon. And uh, anything else that you want to add to that? I think that's it, Mr. Captain Crunch. Cool. Unless you got something. All right, Coco Gijo. Well, it's (laughs) been real. It's been real.